and welcome to the Center for Victory podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. My name is Zach Del Turk. I'm an executive consultant. We are on chapter four of relationship and regulation with the one and only Eric Guy. Thanks for being back. I mean, this book honestly has changed my life, and I know that it can change your life as well if you actually read it and apply it. So let's go ahead and jump into chapter four about okay. regulation and relationship. What do healthy relationships look like? One is examining your own relationship blueprint. Um, and you have to really start there of what does a relationship actually look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and what are the behaviors that uh, you really are exhibiting in those relationships? A lot of people don't have a solid blueprint for relationships. Although we're hardwired to connect. Every one of us, it doesn't matter what your personality Introverted, is. extroverted, we're all hard, yeah. We're all hardwired to connect with one another. And when we don't have those connections or when those connections uh, as part of our past conditioning and our past relationships uh, have been inhibited or uh, you know, somehow uh, not, not adequate, Right through trauma or stress or whatever, uh, that pr- produces disconnection. But when that disconnection happens, that also produces what I call dysregulation, or you know, what are, what are some textbooks? When I say dysregulation, regulation, regulation is just balance. It's being at a place of peace, serenity, harmony, whatever you want to call. It. But it's it's about it's about being balanced. You know, body, mind, soul just being balanced and a lot of us don't have that so if you don't have that that becomes your relationship blueprint and you're more likely to be around people that don't have it either and when you don't examine those relationships especially the relationship that you have with yourself you're going to have just kind of mediocre relationships but when you get into being regulated being more peaceful in yourself being balanced in yourself then what is very likely is you have that with other people and you're going to bring that in mm-hmm. to your relationship with other people and other people that are like that are going to come into that area and arena as well. And I think that's where it all starts with. A healthy relationship starts by being connected, but before that, before the connection, is regulation, is balance. Mm-hmm. So regulation produces relationship. Well, what's nice about relationship is if it's solid, it produces regulation. Hmm. And a healthy relationship looks like win-win, right? So, what do you, so like win-win, like, so we have a relationship. Uh-huh. I win, you win. Right. We both win. Is right. that what you mean by that? Exactly. Okay. And and what we don't understand, I think, like in a, you know, like in a marriage or with our kids or in a company is we can both we can both win whatever mm-hmm. that relationship is, um, but one of the things that that I found long ago that's real effective there is to understand this whole idea of, and I didn't I didn't create it. I, it's called the hundred zero principle, mm-hmm. and and what that means is I'm gonna give a hundred percent to you, and I'm not gonna expect anything back. Mm-hmm. Now I know people are gonna hear that and be like that's garbage. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, hey, I'm gonna get I'm gonna be a doormat. I'm gonna get run over, but. But what happens is when that's a genuine relationship and I give 
without expecting anything in return, mm -hmm. it's going to almost always turn out to 50 50. Wow. And, and what that means is give without expecting anything back. Mm -hmm. That's a true relationship. And, and I think people are so afraid to do that because they're afraid they won't get. Yeah. Right? Or they're afraid they're going to get hurt or, or, or whatever, or used or whatever. Um, but when we, when we look at a relationship as, okay, how can I have that other person win too, right, is by giving 100%. And it, all of a sudden it starts to take on 50-50. That yeah. person's naturally going to want to give, right, back most of the time. You know, 99% of the yeah. time, there's always that 1% that's going to go right off, but it's not going to work. And somebody's going to, you know, call in and say, well, it didn't work or so I'm going to get some <laughs> kind of email or something. But, but most of the time, when you look yeah. at that, even like think about your kids, right? If you want them to do something, give without expecting anything in, in return. If it's your significant other, mm -hmm. right? If it's your best friend, right? Give. Without expecting anything in return, what happens is, is it just naturally reciprocates. That's what a healthy relationship yeah. looks like. Yeah, and I, I and I like this idea of be a cheerful giver. Yeah. Like when you're a cheerful giver, that there's really no expectation. Right. To to get something back, I just I want to give because I love you. Right. Mm -hmm. That we talked about in the in the last chapter, love based. And I think this goes right along with what uh, one of our core values is as our companies be like Fred. Yeah. And one of Mr. Rogers. Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but right. th that idea, Mr. Rogers said a quote, and I'm going to misquote him, <laughs> but he said something along this lines of, hey, the only thing um, that is going to, how, how's that go? I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Oh, you know, I, I think I know which yeah. one you're talking about. But when, when you just give of yourself and not expect anything back, you go the extra effort yeah. and really not expect anything yeah. back. Is what, and the is only that. thing that it takes is action yeah. and your effort. Yeah. But it goes such a, such a long way. Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about, okay, we know what healthy relationships look like. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the next point of the people that you surround yourself with. Right, we talk a lot I, about yeah. that. I mean, you, you are the average of your, your five closest friends. Right. So the way I look at it, if my five closest friends are uh, value um, their family, mm -hmm. chances are I'm going to value my family. Right. If my closest friends value working out, chances are I'm going to value working out. So talk a little bit about the circle of your five closest friends and... Just a side note, there's probably some people that are listening right now and watching. They're like, dude, I don't even have two closest friends. So speak to that, okay. the, about that intimate circle. Yeah, and, and you have to be careful with that circle because it, it might just be the five closest people you have around you. Because hmm. people aren't aware of who they're putting around. It might not be your friends. Yeah. And what happens, you know, the, the, the question we always ask is, who's... What, what kind of pond are you swimming in, yeah, right? Yeah. What, what kind of fish are you with? <laughs> yeah, whatever you, you know, what, what stable are you hanging out in? We can have all kinds of analogies for that. But, I mean, it really is. The five closest people you hang around, to your point, you know, you, you can, if, if you show me the five people that you're around the most. It could be your colleague, your anybody, boss, whomever. Right, and that's why you have to be aware of, you know, what you're doing and what, how you're working. You, I can tell you your values, what you believe in. Mm -hmm. I can tell you how your family life's running. I can tell you your health and what you think about health, whether you work out, what you you know, even what you drink, mm -hmm. and 
and what you produce. I mean, resource-wise, yep. it is just amazing because that becomes your mindset. And when we talk about relationships, if the five closest people around you are dysregulated and not connected, there's a good chance you're not going to be. Mm. And a lot of people will will complain about that. Well, I don't have any solid relationships. I don't have this or that or this or that. And then you look at the the five closest people around them. They're living in a you know they're working in a hostile work environment. Uh, they might have a, a a roommate or a significant other that's totally dysregulated that has uh, you know an addiction or two. They just don't put people around them, and then then they're saying, "Well, I can't move ahead." Well, because your mindset is with those five people, it's with the relationships yep. that you hold. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at your pond. Yeah. All right. And you also talk about, um, and I don't know if it's in this chapter, but eagles versus pigeons, right? right? It's not in this chapter, it's coming yeah, up, yeah. But eagles right. soar, pigeons poop, mm-hmm. right? Oh. On everything. Right. So, in order to have a healthy relationship, and I'm learning this right now in my marriage, mm-hmm. it's not so much about my world or my agenda as much it is about my wife's world and her agenda. Speak to that, because I think that's a big part I think subconsciously we're wired to survive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're wired to think about ourselves first. So how do you flip that to, to, to meet people where they're at? Yeah, I think one of the, the greatest things that you can do for your significant other, your spouse, your kids, the people that you work with is to understand that we're all different, mm-hmm. but we're all awesome. Yeah. I mean, we, we say this in, <laughs> in, at least I, you know, I do a lot of times and I know all of our, consultants say it and then we're perfect the way we are but you have to believe that mm-hmm. right there's going to be differences we see things if we can see things from other people's perspective what they need you know and fulfill those needs and we, we can fill that perspective that piece can become highly complimentary mm-hmm. I mean, what I mean by that is when I can see someone else's world and understand it from their perspective before mine, those two worlds become highly complementary to one another. We come into every relationship. Every relationship that you come into is unconsciously competitive. And we say this in the book. How can I make a conscious choice to make that relationship consciously complementary, making the, 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 the whole greater than the two parts? And... The best example that I have with that, and God bless my wife, is is <laughs> my wife and I. I mean, yeah. we are so different, right? We are so different. Like and you're wired like this, okay. she's wired like yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, there's just like, uh, we are so different in every aspect, but we've made it work. Now, I will tell you, the first first year or two was rough. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when I say God bless my wife, is she just had the patience and the wherewithal to get through it. Um, because I really didn't have a, a, I don't, not the self awareness that I have now, um, but there, there's, there's great strength in those differences. I mean, the things that she's good at, I really just, for lack of a better term, I suck at, mm-hmm. and I rely on her back and forth, and we drive each other nuts sometimes, but we have humor around it. We, we embrace those differences. <laughs> I mean, we really do. I mean, uh, we've talked about it. We continue to talk about it. Um, there are times when I know I drive her nuts, right? And I'm really trying to get into her world and her mm-hmm. agenda. And, and she's very aware of it. There are times when 
she drives me nuts. I think more so me, I drive her nuts than, than, than the other way around. But what has happened there over the past 20, uh, 25 years that we've known one another is we've become closer. But the cool thing about it is we've brought um, regulation into that relationship. Mm. We've, we've, we've stayed connected and that connection is stronger because we've embraced the differences. Yeah. And I think, you know, relationships are complex, right? Mm -hmm. Like I wish, like I could look at you and see what's on your agenda. Right. I wish I could see into your world, but reality that that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Like it, it takes a while to build a relationship. It takes time to build trust. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a reason why God gave you two ears and one mouth, right? And to have a healthy relationship with regulation, it requires very good active listening, which some of us aren't good at active listening. Some of us are really good at listening. Um, so I, I love that idea of embracing each other's differences, mm -hmm. knowing that you're not going to get it perfect, right? right? You know, it took you two years plus to figure out how do we have regulation within a relationship. So as we kind of finish this up, what are some bullet points? What are some action steps that our listeners can take? Yeah, I think four, four kind of bullet points from, from this chapter. I mean, challenge your relationship blueprint. I mean, if you want to start somewhere, challenge that blueprint, start with yourself. As part of that, number two, find regulation, right? Find your balance, mm -hmm. right? Find your center. And then as it dovetails into that, number three is surround yourself with the right people. Mm -hmm. I mean, the right regulated people, the right people, you know, get in the right pond or whatever, you know, whatever analogy we're going to use there. And number four, um, Look to make those closest relationships more complementary in your life instead of pushing them away. You know, look to make them more consciously complementary. Yeah, and I think my biggest takeaway is just that idea of what pond are you swimming in, what table are you sitting at, um, who are you surrounding yourself with, because that really is going to tell you the trajectory of your life. So, what was your biggest takeaway? Leave a comment in the section below. We would love. To get connected with you. Also, we encourage you uh, to get get centered, get connected, and get it done. Thank you so much for listening to chapter four of the life of victory. We have a chapter coming out, uh, chapter summary coming out next week, where we're going to be talking a little bit more about that chapter. Uh, leave a comment, leave a like. We would love to hear a little bit more about your story and what your relationships look like. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at Center for Victory. Uh, on all social media, you can follow us and go to our website at centerforvictory.com and give us a call at 724-462-8383. And remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. We'll talk to you See next ya. week.